Hey y'all, what is going on? Welcome to another episode of the Blood Podcast, the podcast where we talk all things 20-somethings. I'm your host, Courtney. If you're new, um, I'm from Houston, Texas. I'm coming live to y'all tonight from Midtown Houston. We are out here vibing with our undergrads on the floor. Yes, we are. If you're new here, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. Um, I upload a new episode every Sunday. I don't miss the Sundays now. Follow on Instagram at theblow.up for extra content, exclusive content, and announcements whenever we have some special shit going on, like events, possibly giveaways coming soon, merch, etc., etc. You can follow myself on Instagram, my personal Instagram at I M C O U R T T double O. And I just want to thank everybody for tuning in today because can we take a round of applause for Courtney for recording on time? Shout out to me. This episode is sponsored by my plug. Shout out to my plug. He does what he needs to be doing every single motherfucking time. Um, I will be smoking on, what the fuck am I smoking on? Let me see the name of it. I think it's gelato pie. Yes, gelato pie. Eight grams of gelato pie, babes. Um, this shit gonna have you out like a light. I ain't gonna lie. Um, I want to inform this session today with patience. I have been feeling the universe and God speaking to me about the importance of patience and how it'll serve me in the long run because I think that I think very much so in present day terms. Um, but I think in order to secure longevity, not just in life, but spiritually, you have to be just more open to the long-term outcomes of your choices and you know, just living in the present moment, letting, letting things play out how they're supposed to play out, not, you know, being so in that mode of control that you want to rush the process, which has been me. Um, and today I, I choose patience. And for the rest of my life, I want to choose patience. I want to choose softness. I want to choose um, just being more flexible. So, I am filled with calm and stillness. I trust that everything will happen in its own time. The universe will give me everything I desire when is the right time. I breathe in love and patience. I feel at ease while waiting. The seas are calm and I am drifting happily. In Jesus' name, amen. So the fuck it is. First of all, rest in peace to Trouble. Um, rest in peace to Metro Boomin's mother. Rest in peace to everyone that has been a victim of any uh, gun violence for the past, what, two, three, four weeks. All of this life, of course, but fuck. It's like niggas cannot catch a fucking break out here every day. 
It's something. And that shit is so fucking sick to me. It doesn't make sense. Like, ugh, it just doesn't make sense to me. Our country is so fucked up and it makes me so, so sad. And I don't want to be like um, one of those shows or those people slash influencers that make like these disclaimers and politically correct statements about political stuff but i actually am very passionate about politics and um just social social justice just worldly things humanity things i like to consider myself a humanitarian And it just doesn't sit right with me to see our world, our society, because it isn't the whole world that has problems like this. Um, granted, there are countries with war, but I mean, there's like a whole domestic war going on, if you ask me. And that shit is very upsetting. I don't like it. I don't like it. There's too much going on right now in the U.S. and there's not enough action being taken. And I've been thinking about it a lot this past week, and I've been telling Vanessa, like, honestly, there's so much fucked up shit going on right now. More so than ever. And it just scares me to be out there on my own, because you just, this world is such a nasty place, to be honest. Not because of the world itself, because of the, but because of the people. People are not people anymore. People don't have empathy, kindness. Um consideration just nothing of like the foundations you know what i mean i don't want to say people weren't raised right but people weren't raised right we got people in power who just don't need to be there um the same old ass niggas that's been in power since 1867 still there still kicking it still talking about the constitution and shit Bitch, the Constitution is motherfucking 300 years old. What are you saying? What are you saying? Let's fix some shit, for real. And I won't be able to rest properly in my uh, casket until I know that I've done as much as I can for the advancement of my people specifically, black people specifically, for sure, black women, for sure, my young black sisters, for sure. That's my heart lies, but overall for our world for our humanity i want to make some moves to be able to better our shit and honestly i'm the type of person that believes that better will not come without a revolution and uh, me and Vanessa were talking about this while we were high one day but hell yeah if i gotta die about it i'll die about it honestly i'm i'm with it i'm with it i just need to see that you know i need to figure out what would be the best way to truly stick a fork up the government's ass you know what i'm saying like what is the best way to go about it what would really hurt their pockets what would break them down you know what i'm saying that's i'll be thinking about because this little process and shit it's not doing shit let's do something for real let's get popping for real in the streets like on some black panther shit but elevated you know what i'm saying fuck with their technology fuck the information you know what i'm saying where the whistleblowers at sorry somebody needs to start talking there's too many of these niggas out here in the offices that know shit but ain't saying shit because they're benefiting from it. And that's why I say I don't believe in allyship unless you're no unless you're doing certain things. Because if you're if you're complicit, you're with it. That's all I gotta say. I don't know. We just need we need to figure out a way in order to um 
fight back. You gotta fight back for sure. Cause this shit don't make no fucking sense. And I hate the fact that I even want a gun, but just being a black woman in this world and this society, especially living in Houston where I live in the number one sex trafficking city in the world. I'm a beautiful black woman. Um, I'm almost positive that I've been in in situations to be targeted, to be sex trafficked multiple times. I literally heard a story um, about a girl who was being followed, you know, to be kidnapped at the Whole Foods that I literally walked to. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit like that. Now I'm scared to go to the damn Whole Foods because I'm scared I'm going to get kidnapped because I'd be walking there by myself. You know what I'm saying? And it'd be during the day. It'd be early. And I'll be early, but it'd be like, you know, tail in the clock. Nobody's really with me. Nobody's really outside like that. So who's going to catch them if somebody does try to take me? And I'm not the most attentive. I like to think that I'm as cautious as possible, but I'm not always as attentive as I could be. So I'm very scared to get caught lacking in it. sad that we as women even have to be on 10 like that. This shit is crazy to me. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. But yeah, y'all, my week, what has my week been like? My week has been a bunch of motherfucking... Work, work, don't stop. Work, work, don't stop. No, not really. Um, I celebrated my birthday, my brother's birthday with him. Um, I've been a plant mom. I've been a podcast girl. I've been a dog mom. Um, I was just living my little life, honestly. Like, I don't have a structured schedule. Like, I'm not answering to anybody. And, like, I don't have a job to clock into. And I feel like having a job rules a lot of your life. It does, because it determines what time you wake up. It determines when you eat breakfast, um, you know, what you might be doing with the rest of your day once you get off of work, uh, you know, how much sleep that you're going to be getting, how much sleep that you want to get. You're, I think it determines a lot about your life and your job. So being unemployed, I think, has allowed me a lot of freedom to just kind of, like, figure out what lifestyle is best for me. Like, what time do I really like waking up? What do I like to do when I first wake up? What can my true routine be? Because I'm a believer in a morning routine. I've talked about this multiple, multiple times. Um, but I really, for sure, want to, like, get to know how I like to live my life outside of having to worry about, oh, I got to be here at, you know, uh, 10.30 a.m. And I'm going to be clocked in to this bitch until 8.30 or whatever the case may be. Like, that's silly as fuck to me. Um, I really am taking the bet on myself this summer to go full force with my podcast, with the brands that I'm trying to build, and make money from working for myself. I want to do it. I'm going to do it. Um, I'm going to put, like, my, I am putting my 10 toes in. Um, no games are being played at all. I want to network, I want to work, I want to formulate, I want to plan, I want to uh, coordinate, bitch, I want to create, I want to be in this hole. So, whoever is listening and you're creative, I don't care what you do, we can definitely find a way to work and set some shit up. I'm all about collaboration. My brother, um, he is a 
like a what's it called he's an artist he's a creative he has a merch line called Clyde Knight Spirit Wear. Uh, he is t-shirts, graphic tees, uh, hats, motherfucking, what else does he have? Uh, I'm not sure, but check him out on Instagram at Clyde Knight Spirit Wear. K-L-Y-D-E S-P-I-R-I. I can't spell, but Clyde Knight Spirit Wear, babe. Uh, KK type shit. I'm high right now, so I can't really... But um, I'll link it all in the bio. Anybody who wants to work, bitch, I'm open to work. Let's get it. I'm very excited for the summer. I told y'all it's going to be very much a pretty paid summer. And it's like you have to really... I didn't realize what an entrepreneurial spirit was until I noticed, like... I started looking into just like the lives of entrepreneurs and uh, just different people's experiences with business. And I was watching a TikTok about a girl and she was saying, excuse me. And she was saying like, you know, she was trying to be an influencer and she failed at it. Like she was trying so hard for like six years, consistently posting, consistently doing this, but she couldn't get no brand deals and she couldn't get no real collaboration. She wasn't making no real money. And now she has like a social media agency. Um, it just kind of like, she she said that she realized that the reason why it didn't take off why I, or how she thought it was is because she didn't have the entrepreneurial skills that you need to be an influencer because it just takes a lot more than just posting pictures and being consistent with posting pictures in order to make a career off of social media. I think that marketing is becoming a very, very, like, um, profitable skill. You can do anything as long as you know how to market it because marketing is everything in this world. There's an ad. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm smoking outside right now. I hope that y'all can hear me. But there's an ad everywhere that you look. Where I'm looking right now, there's three billboards looking at me right now. Marketing is everywhere. The cup that you might be sipping on has a brand on it, has a logo on it. The phone that you're listening to this on, the computer or the TV that you're listening to this right now, you're probably looking at a, at a logo or an icon. Everything is marketing. And if you know how to market um, a product, a service, whatever the case may be, then you're going to be successful. And um, you also need to kind of know how business works as a whole. I think it's a lot more than just like, logistics it's a lot of like social skill mental ability mental flexibility so i think it's a very mental thing i think it's very mental is what i'm learning like it's a people thing it's a it's a social ladder climb thing low-key it's uh very much so communications as well like you need to have multiple skills in order to be a business owner a business woman businessman and I think that, you know, the biggest thing for me this week has been learning that there is a lot more to being, you know, an entrepreneur. It makes more sense to take a limb on yourself and pour into yourself rather than a motherfucking job that doesn't give two shits about you. Your granny dies. They say, bitch, well, make sure to shit here tomorrow at 8 a.m. Stat.
What? What are you saying? That's so wild to me. No. That time that you're using, and I mean, this is not to say that, like, everybody needs to be an entrepreneur. Everybody needs to be a business owner. No, that's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that everybody needs to be the boss of their own life. And even if I did have a job right now, I feel like this is still something that I need to learn is that, you know, you control how your life goes um, if you have the privilege to. No. Honestly, do I believe that? No. I think that, like, fundamentally, everybody has the power to change their life. Everybody has that power within them. So with that being said, essentially, everybody has the power to be their own boss. Houston makes me sick because why are you doing that? Anywho, um, everybody has the power to change their own life if you ask me. I think that's just like spiritual spirituality one-on-one. Like we all have choices. As, human, we have, as humans, we have choices. We have karma and like, you know, divine will and whatnot at the same time we still do have um our human like choices and whatnot so why can't you be the boss of how your life is regulated whether that be um you know through a job like a traditional job or formulating your own income that's another thing that i was thinking about i was like why these motherfucking jobs and the way that we make money so like front street whenever i was watching this movie on hbo max it's i forgot what it was called but it was about um the family that goes on vacation to like this island and they were all invited there um for like a specific reason a special reason something that they all had in common and they went on this island and they couldn't leave and while they were stuck on the island. The kids were aging. Like, by the motherfucking hour, they were aging, like, 10, 15, 20, 30 years. Like, nigga came in seven years old and left 48. What is she saying? And um, when he was seven, he would be asking people's names. And he would be like, um, what do you do? It helps me remember your name better. Like, remember who you are. And I just started thinking about how that relates to the real world. I think that everybody does that. Like, oh, like, what's your name? What do you do? Who do you work for? What do you do for a living? Like, we ask that naturally. I don't know why, though. I think that's kind of irrelevant. Like, why do we ask that as people? Why is that so important? Why is that something that we, like, are just dying to know? Do we not have any other questions to ask? I was trying to think about it the other day. Was it yesterday, I think? Yeah. I was like, what other question could you even ask? Like, hmm. Hi, my name's Courtney. What's your name? Okay, nice to meet you, Brad. Question. Like, most that's where most people ask what do you do for work or like what do you do i don't know what do i usually say because i don't think i ask that a lot what do i what do i usually say maybe like a how are you i don't know maybe something that like relates to our environment or i'll compliment them or something like that I just don't see why we keep asking people off rip, what do you do for work? That doesn't make sense to me. We need to move past that and, like, graduate past that as a human race. What is that? That's so weird to me. Like, 
I think that's been a thing in America for a long time, though. Like, just being super close with the people that are in your working class. So maybe it's, like, a formal way of trying to, like, vet people out in their social status. It's not odd. As humans, we're looking a little bit animalistic. I think that's how animals do shit, too. Like, they try to see, like, who is strong and who is weak and they roll with each other like in packs or like is that how wolves do it i don't know some shit like that somebody fact check me about it but yeah um that's what i've been thinking about this week i've been getting out here a little bit more um trying to be on my city girl shit my businesswoman shit my networking shit um my friendly girl shit I, want, I'm, I need to work on being more friendly is what I'm learning. I think I've closed myself off a little bit. Um, I've become a little bit too independent. Um, I'd be scared to go places with people now, y'all. I'm not going to lie. I'd be scared as hell. I don't know what it is. I think I just get nervous that I won't have a good time or maybe they won't vibe with me. I've had a couple of, like, awkward slash bad experiences with hanging out with new people lately. Like, the last times that I have done it, I haven't done it too many times. But the times that I have done it has been not disappointing, but disappointing. Not going to lie. It's like we just didn't vibe, which is normal. <clears throat> However, I think that... You know, if I have more fun hanging out by myself, I'm not going to keep forcing this. You know what I'm saying? Like, we don't have to do this. Like, I was saying it was Andy the uh, other episode. Baby, we don't have to do this. Like, I will just never hang out with you again. Sorry. And it'd be people that I think could possibly be good friends, too. Like, this was disappointing. Did I just waste my time? Did we just both waste our time? I don't like that. Anywho, side note, you know what I realized? I want a man that can fix some shit. I want a man that can fix some shit. And honestly, I'm not settling for my next nigga, bro. My next man. I'm not. I'm not settling. That nigga better be a man's man. He better be sweet to me. He better be very kind and gentle. He better be um, motherfucking funny. He better be able to have some sense of style. And he better be a motherfucking gentleman. And he better know how to fix and build, bitch. I'm not playing literally because i literally fucked my motherfucking undercarriage up how about i ran a curb trying to park apparently allegedly i'm trying to allegations and my motherfucking undercarriage was on the floor bitch i was sick as fuck so 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 sick and i've had intentions to really like go and be out in the world uh today and tomorrow whatever this week and I was like, baby, this makes me not want to go nowhere. I took my ass straight up in the motherfucking house. So I have places to go today. Um, people to meet, people to see, food to eat. And I was scared to go drive because I didn't want my shit to come off. Like, I walked to go get breakfast tacos, which is fine. I love a good walk. I had every intention to, like, get some exercise. Um, I love to walk over here. But uh, it was hot as fuck. Whatever. Anywho, so I come back and I was like, well, I could either go to the places I need to go or I could record the podcast. 
And so I was like, okay, I'm going to just, you know, record and roll up and smoke and figure that out later. So I'm sitting there, I'm rolling up, and a man comes, and he decides that he's going to, like, ask me to move. Like, so I can back up so he can parallel park in between me and another car. And normally that would annoy me, and it, it, it did annoy me, to be quite honest, because I wanted to tell him you could really park somewhere else, but I didn't. I was kind, I was nice, because I don't live here, I'm not a resident. So I'm going to move. And I, I didn't know he, he lived there, but, like, he opened up his door. So I said, oh, okay, you do. Um, so I ended up moving back, and I'm continuing to roll up. And he's looking at the bottom of the car, and he out. I rolled out my window. He was like, "It's bad." I was like, "Yeah, I know. It's really, really bad." I was like, "I don't know what to do. Like, I'm scared to drive off because I don't want it to rip off." And um, I was talking in like my flirty voice because not because I knew that he was going to offer to fix my shit but I don't know like I just do that with men because I know that it gets you a lot more than if you're acting like uh, aggressive not to be a pick me or anything but that's just what I notice with men and I'm I want you to do things for me I'm I want to live a soft life I'm telling y'all I grew up a certain way and like I know how to get certain things out of people by acting a certain way so it's just all about the art manipulation but um, it, you just got to be natural with it. You just, it's either you have it or you don't. So, um, I'm sorry, guys. This is literally somebody's daddy. He looked, he looked a smooth 35, maybe touching 40. So, he was like, I can fix it. And I was like, can you? I mean, if you want to, I'd love that because I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm, girl, I don't know what to do. A damsel in distress. Help me. I don't know. I got $2, babe. I don't know. Help me. So he was like, yeah, I got some tools in here. And he, had, he was foreign, so he had an accent. And I was like, you know, I'm going to just be sitting right here or I'm going to go inside. Um, so whenever you decide she will do this, hey, all power to you. Thank you so, so much. I'm very, very grateful. And hopefully when I go down there after I finish recording, it will be fixed now. I'll be free to drive in Jesus' name. But that's just what I want in life. I told myself I wasn't even going to stress about it because God was going to handle it. Um, things happen in life, accidents happen, and I'm not going to beat myself up over it. I just know that it'll get handled as everything always does. Everything always works out, so I'm going to stress over it. This man blessed me, talking about he got tools and shit. I'm like, okay, cool, cool. Look at how God worked, y'all. Look at how God worked. Very happy for me and my spirit. So, yeah, I want a nigga that can fix shit. I want a nigga that can build shit. Just, you know, gentlemen like men. You know what I'm saying? Um, Vanessa's boyfriend's family, his Theo, built a whole motherfucking, like, bench thing that's, like, 50, 50 feet tall for her birthday or some shit like that for Mother's Day. And it was so fucking sweet. And I was like, yes, I need one of them. Like, build me a motherfucking bench, bitch. That's what I want. Build me a garden, you know what I'm saying? Fix my car, change my oil. Like, yes, that's what I need for my spirit. Come get me. What is you saying? I had a whole topic cluster that I wanted to talk about, but I'm just such in a bothered mood right now that I can't even bring myself to. I was talking to Vanessa about um, just life shit, you know, 
we're both very big into personal development and spirituality and what have you and I she was telling me that she admired me and I always get told this that people admire me for my confidence and they can just feel the confidence oozing off of my pores in which I definitely agree I think that I definitely have built like a mountain of confidence over time but as of lately I'm just looking at myself like you look like a fucking scrub bro like not just physically but um like overall like I am realizing that I have a lot more insecurity to deal with than I realized because security and confidence doesn't just come from the physical and I think I've talked about this before I made a whole episode on confidence before on how to gain your confidence and what have you but this just goes to show the girls that I don't know sorry I don't know everything and I'm still a work in progress myself because right now I was trying to look through excuse me pictures so that I could post on Instagram because I haven't posted in a second so I was like I need to post and keep the consistency going and I've been trying to get pictures of me um and I'm I've just been noticing a lot of motherfucking patterns and looking at my Instagram throughout the past few months I can just tell the decrease in confidence um, like I'm not looking in the camera in the eye. Um, I haven't worn makeup in forever. Um, the last one I did was for Dante's fashion show. And I felt so beautiful that day. Um, I haven't been dressing like how I, like, you not used to dress, but like I used to step. And I'm not stepping no more. Like, I just look crazy. I just look crazy. I don't know. I'm just like, what are you wearing half the time? My hair. I'm trying to figure out what my hair is doing. I don't know. I don't know. I have these moments where I'm just like, this is all disgusting. And it doesn't help that I'm in that stage where I'm, like, learning who I am and whatnot. So I'm like, is this even me? Like, what is going on? I don't know. I... Uh, one of my biggest securities that I have, insecurities that I have, is like my insecurity, if that makes sense. I literally be feeling like I have performative personalities, if that makes sense. Like, I told Vanessa, like, I know I'm very secure about like my physical self, but like emotionally and like mentally I guess I'm very insecure because I am always like wondering what other people are thinking not thinking but like do they see me in the same light that I see myself and I try to like mold myself in a way that correlates with what I want the world to see of me if that makes sense like other people to see of me I'm not like faking nothing but I put, I be forcing it sometimes, and I don't like that. I don't like that at all. And it's just like it's showing to me right now, very um, blatantly, 
I'm like, this is not me. I don't know who this is. Like, I've never felt like this before. I've never felt this feeling of insecurity before. Like, why am I looking through these pictures and I don't like them? What is going on? Because I'm very photogenic. It doesn't help that my camera motherfucking died. Not died, but it broke. I broke the lens on my camera, but like, I just don't like my pictures. I'm like, why are you posing like that? Why? What are you wearing? You did not put that shit on. And I don't know. I don't know how to fix it. I really don't. I've never dealt with anything like this before. I probably, I need to talk to my therapist. I need to talk to my therapist. I'm playing games. Um, I really want to work on that. Because I, I don't know what to do. I feel like this is such a new territory for me to explore um I've never considered myself as an insecure person before um so it's just a new feeling to have to experience I've never experienced anything of the sort And I think it just goes to say that, like, you know, you have to work on yourself inside and out. Me not being sure of myself and me always, like, feeling like I have to perform for people comes from something in my upbringing that I need to heal. Because this is not cute. This is not cute. Like, do you know when you're, I love to go out to eat by myself. But I've noticed, like, an increase in anxiety when I go do it. Like, I'll be like, oh, am I sitting up straight? Um, Do I look weird doing this? Do I look awkward doing this? Am I staring at somebody for too long? Am I looking at this table weird? Like, am I holding the silverware right? Am I eating messy? just irrelevant shit that like why am I worrying about this why am I not tapped into what I'm doing you know what I'm saying like people get so lost in their own thoughts and like what they're doing I feel like I don't do that anymore I'm always hyper focused on what's outside of me and I think that that's called living in survival mode and it's just made me so self-conscious of how I present myself and you know many ways that I think it's really started to affect me or maybe it's been affecting me like this I just didn't notice and I'm like becoming aware of it but it's just not a way to live I think it's it's actually really sad I feel like I'm being really serious right now you guys but I mean this is just like what's going on right now I try to keep it as real as possible on this podcast and like I'm not gonna sit up here and come up and talk to y'all about something that I have no interest in that's very irrelevant to my journey right now because I get on here to speak about you know my perspective my experience with growing into my womanhood as somebody who's never done this shit before like I'm truly discovering the world right now and as I discover the world, I'm discovering myself. And I'm discovering that I have a couple of things to work on. And I don't like to say fix, but a couple of things to fix. Um, it sometimes gets very overwhelming 
realizing that you have work to do like inner work to do because it seems like such a broad blanket uh thing to have to do and it is a very long and intensive process to heal wounds and um, reframe your mind so like it doesn't just happen overnight it takes a lot of discipline and consistency and it takes heart and you just truly have to want to do it from the bottom of your heart you have to be passionate um, about change about evolving and I'm very heavy on wanting to fulfill and reach my soul's purpose my soul's mission for being on this earth so I take my self-development very very seriously for that reason because I don't want myself to be the reason why I don't get as far as I want to in life and that's where insecurity comes into play for me I don't want that to be something that keeps me from recognizing my greatest potential or certain things that I know that I deserve to have to do um etc 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 there's a lot that I deserve in this life and I don't, I don't ever want to pass up on anything because you know I'm literally passing up on it like I want shit to happen naturally I don't want to force nothing and I also don't want to block anything that's been on my mind very heavily guys I'm being a vulnerable right now um but I was not going to be able to talk about the topic of the episode without getting this out truth be told and I think this is probably better to talk about anyway because I'm sure that there's a lot of y'all that can relate because people always ask me how do you get so confident where's your confidence from blah 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 so I think that this would be really good for the girls to hear that there's more than just the top layer there's so many layers to confidence and being sure of yourself self-love um and I think that I had only scratched the surface of it there's so much more to be assured of within yourself and to be appreciative of for yourself um it just takes like growth experience and time because I mean like I don't know what I don't know I literally did not realize that this is something that I was struggling with until this week um I literally get on every Sunday to record this podcast and I've learned something a couple days prior I figured out something a couple days prior so I'm literally a work in progress every week and that's why this podcast is so fun to do and to like you know just maintain throughout these past few months is I get to hear my growth see my growth as the weeks go on as the months go on and in Jesus name as the years go on um hopefully I'll be able to report back by you know not by a certain time but within you know whatever time span and be able to say well damn I really felt this way about my self-esteem, my confidence in June. But look how far I am this July or this June. You know what I'm saying? Like the next June. 
don't know. I don't know. I need to talk to my therapist because I don't even know where to start. I really don't. Like, where do you even start? Like, with, I guess, like, affirmations. But, like, bitch, look at my face. Cool. But I feel like I need to start somewhere deeper. I did a lot of crying in May. So that was a lot of, like, purging. Y'all know the retrograde is over. But this is, like, a whole new revelation. Like, I didn't realize this during retrograde. I realized it at the end of retrograde. So where do we go from here? I've been doing my affirmations. Like, I do my affirmations on here. But I also, like, whenever I wake up in the morning, um, I extend my arms out to the sky. And I give my thanks to the universe, to God, to my spirit team and angels for blessing me with another day. Um, I try my best to say a few affirmations like I'm smart. I am um, worthy of all good things. Um, I'm beautiful. I'm cool. I am eccentric. I'm creative. Blase, 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 blase. But I think that sometimes it can get hard to believe those things when I felt like my reality was not reflecting such. And um, I think that my mindset has to be reset as far as what abundance means to me and what, um, you know, blessings look like to me. Um, I think that I've had a very material sense of abundance um, that included like excess and um, vain or things. I don't know how to explain it. Like, a good time to me, as of November, would have been a beautiful dinner out, a club night, Um, you know, I'm fiending for, like, a boat trip, I want to go shopping, and I want to get my hair done, and that's a beautiful day, that's a beautiful week to me, but... Those things don't last that long, if that makes sense. Like, yes, getting my hair done gives me, like, a confidence boost for, you know, that period of time that the style lasts. But, you know, even with cutting my hair, I realized that I put so much value in my hair. Like, my beauty, for me, sat in my hair. And now that I don't have that to fall back on, I'm just, like, why what's going on like I feel very lost I don't feel like me I feel like I'm trying to find my sexy my beautiful my pretty trying to find different ways to feel like that again it's very very hard it's very very hard I'm not gonna lie like I feel like an auntie I feel like somebody's grandma I feel like I can't wear certain clothes because I look old um it's just, uh, it's hard, guys. It's, life is hard. Life is hard. I'm scared. I'm insecure. Like, what? I just never thought I would have seen the light of day for this. I really didn't. I really, really didn't. And I hate to see it. I hate to see it. I just need to figure out, like, how to get rid of this. Because I don't like this feeling. I don't. It doesn't feel natural. It doesn't feel right. Like, this has never been me. Ever. Never been me.
I was watching Constance, um, the podcast, and she said something that really resonated with me um, about integrity. And it got me to thinking about all of these things about insecurity because she was saying, you know, when I say I'm going to do something, I don't do it in order to prove other people wrong or other people right. I do it to, you know, keep that rapport up with myself. I do it for me. I do it to big up myself. And it just got me to thinking, like, I don't think I have that integrity with myself because I say I'm going to do things sometimes and I'll procrastinate on it um, and I'll just make excuses for why I can't or why I didn't. And I, I think that's another thing that I need to work on. I need to work on sticking to what I say that I want for myself because I think that a part of my insecurity is not believing that I'm worthy of certain things and that's why I don't stick to my word with a lot of things I'm just like oh well you know it just wasn't meant to be or you know it's just not for me or whatever the case may be like super deep down I'm too comfortable inconveniencing myself I'm too comfortable with that like dissecting myself and putting myself second and last mentally like I need to be the first person that I think about in terms of satisfaction I was telling Vanessa this the other day but I have such a hard time taking my own advice because I've been spitting some real shit but I don't think I'm listening to all of it I was telling Vanessa like honestly like what is insecurity because while you're sitting here worried about people like you you need to be worried if you like them it doesn't make sense to be sitting here like trying to appease the masses if you're not appeased with yourself. And I think that's a lot of my problem. Like, why am I worried about if I'm staring at these people too long while I'm eating my tacos? They just need to mind their business. I like people watching and that's okay. I love to people watch while I'm out by myself. But for some reason in my little head, I get to talking and I just, it just doesn't stop. And I get so nervous and so anxious and I'm just, I'll get on my phone. And that's another thing that I hate doing now is I'm always on my phone. My screen time is so high. It's like, girl. And it's just like an anxious little tick that I do now because I get so self-conscious and insecure that I just like retreat. And I just don't know where to go from here. This is literally mental health. Oh my God. The girl's mental is fucked up. <sighs> I just hate to see it. I just hate to see it. If you can relate, let the girls know. What are your coping mechanisms? What are you doing to heal what are you doing to reverse this mindset? Because I'm new to this. I've never been true to this. This is truly something that I've never, ever thought that I would experience and deal with. I don't know. Scary to say the least. You know what I'm reminding myself of right now? Insecure. Literally so insecure. How Issa B 
talking to herself in the mirror and like, you know, talking back and forth with like her inner self, that insecure part of herself. That's literally me. That's why I love that show so much because it reflects so much of myself into a TV format. Like all the storylines were so on point and that's why I'm so grateful for it, that show. And whenever I get to meet Issa, it's going to be my girl. Like we're going to collab because she is me. I am her. She had no reason to sit here and like illustrate my whole life story. That's why I have a lot of hope for the future because if she, I think, I mean, it, I think the character was based off of Issa herself, but you know, just the the way that the storyline played out, I just have a lot of hope for myself that I'll be able to beat this um, stage of life where I'm constantly questioning myself and my abilities and what I deserve and I just have a lot of faith that I'll be able to grow beyond it and grow stronger because of it but it's so like scary to deal with in the midst of it because it's just like damn like when is this shit ever gonna end like the allegations is winning and I don't like that I have such bad FOMO, y'all. Like, I've had FOMO ever since I was, like, a little tween. I've always had the fear of missing out. Um, I don't want to be the person that misses out on life. I never want to be waking up one day and be like, damn, life just passed me by. Like, I don't even know what happened in the last year or two I've experienced that feeling before feeling like I don't remember a certain year in my life or I never want to feel that shit again it's so sad to me like we have so many things to experience here on this earth and I'll be damned if I just waste my time you never know when it's gonna be your time you know what I'm saying and that's why it's so important to be in touch with yourself and tune with yourself and accept yourself for who you are and what you have and, you know, who you're meant to be. Because I feel like I've come into a period in my life where I've started to be, like, super desperate to experience and do and have certain things. And it's just not my time yet. It's really not. And I think I need to be okay with that. Like, I'm on my way there you know what I'm saying and I think I'm having trouble enjoying the process of becoming um I'm not being I think that I've gotten becoming and being confused because it almost feels like I'm staying stagnant even though I know I'm not I'm working hard um I'm doing my best I really am but it feels like I'm standing on feels like I'm standing still that's about the most sweet text my little brother oh I think I made him feel bad he was being so mean to me y'all literally and it, that's why I took him on a little staycation at my brother's house he was being so mean to me I think I made him feel a little bad so love you too brother but um I definitely gotten becoming and being twisted I felt like because I'm not at the trajectory where I thought I would be, that I'm not shit. Like, I'm a little loser, but I'm not. 
I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I'm trying my best just like everybody else out here. And I've been very consistent and persistent. I've been working on that. I'm working towards being even more consistent and persistent. Like, I'm not perfect. Um, and I think that even in the times that I err, that I fail, that it really impacts me because I'm not very understanding of the fact that things don't go perfect the first time every time and that accidents happen mistakes happen and also good things just take time and if things were easy then every everybody would be doing it and everybody would have it um but it it's very hard to like keep sight of that if that makes sense it's very hard to keep sight of that um like I'll get so sick to my stomach that I don't have certain things, like, I feel lonely sometimes, like, I feel lazy sometimes, I feel, like, useless sometimes, I feel like I'm being boring sometimes, like, I'm missing out on life sometimes, and um, it's not from the fact that I can't do or can't have any of those things, because I, I know that it's very much so possible, and it's coming, but it feels like sometimes I can't have that. Or that I'm not meant to have it at this moment. But going back to like my spiritual beliefs, that's just a limiting belief in itself. If that's something that I want to its fullest extent, that I have to enjoy the seeds of it now. You know what I mean? In its smallest capacity that I can enjoy those certain things, I can still do that where I am right now. But I think that I just want everything right in this second. And I do deserve everything in the world right at this second. But I have to be patient. Going back to the affirmation of the episode, I do have to be patient. I'm really working on it, guys. Because when I tell you that the ancestors, the guys, have been talking their shit about patience. I've been seeing the word patience everywhere. (sighs) Everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. And I know that my guides communicate with me in a certain way. So I'll be knowing as a sign. I just know that it's not abundant um, to be constantly feeling like you have to have a certain amount of money to enjoy life. Or you have to be um, a certain percentage of healed to attract friends or a boyfriend. Or you have to be, you know, put in... Um, a certain amount of time and like not time and effort but like you have to work yourself to the bone to deserve like a good job or anything like that that's not an abundant mindset like abundance is the mindset that you have everything that you need in this moment and everything that you desire is coming to you but it's already in your possession in other realities you're just waiting for your actions and your efforts and your energy to come full circle. That's what the abundant mindset is. And I think I've lost a lot of sight of that because, I don't know, the comparison shit probably has been throwing me off, honestly. I'm trying to, like, really refresh what my social media shows me, like, my feed um even with my music that's a great example so with my music I was looking at my library earlier and I was like I don't have a lot of music that's like reflective of me right now if that makes sense so 
One of my favorite songs right now is Movie by Tom Mish. If you follow the girls on Instagram at the blow dot up on Instagram, um, you know that Tom Mish movie has been my shit. Tom Mish has been my shit in general because it just reminds me of a beautiful day. It reminds me of life. It reminds me of like the experience of a human, all the different emotions conveyed into like a musical format that's the type of music that I love and that's why I love R&B because I love to love I love the experience of love I love the feeling of love and R&B conveys that so beautifully but there's so many other emotions to be like explored and celebrated in this life and um a lot of my music in my library is like Fuck a nigga, get rich. Fuck a bitch, get rich. Uh, got my diamond chains on. Driving in my Lambo. Popping 40 bottles. Or 40 bottles in the club. Finna go to Follies tonight. Hitting Turks and Caicos tomorrow. Back to Paris next week. Luxury, lavish lifestyle. Um, music. Abundance music. In its highest form, I believe. However, um, it's almost like I saw somebody kind of say this about Drake, like a fantasy world music genre. Like, I don't live the lifestyle that my favorite rapper lives, if that makes sense. Or is that a limited mindset in itself? I don't live like Young Thug. You know what I'm saying? I don't. So sometimes I can't relate. And this is why I can't listen to real gutter music because I can't relate to you killing somebody. I can't relate to that. And I'm, I'm probably, unless it's a real hard-ass beat and like you're really rapping on that bitch, I can't relate to that. But if you're talking about getting some money and being the baddest bitch or the hottest nigga out on the streets, I can relate to that. But at a certain point, it's just like sometimes I want to hear somebody relate about, you know, um, just like life shit. And um, I think that the music, the majority of the music that I listen to is reflective of a life that I don't live, but I want. So I'm constantly listening to, you know, uh, these people talking about all of these material things that I don't have possession of yet. And it makes me not, I don't want to say envy is jealous, but like, I think at the root of the feeling, that's where it comes from. It's like envy and like jealousy like I desire those things and I don't have them yet so I get down on myself for not working hard enough quote-unquote or not doing enough or not being enough or whatever the case may be and I think that that's just like a sign of desperation like why am I so desperate for this right now like why am I like like why am I so emotional about not being in Turks and Caicos right now it just doesn't make sense I don't know like it does make sense but like I just can't believe that I'm experiencing this right now I'm not gonna lie it's very crazy to me that I feel like this because I've never felt like this before but it's it's so new to me and that's why I literally have to just talk to y'all about it because I just don't know what's going on. I don't. But I'm starting to connect the dots. And definitely the stuff that I'm consuming is playing a part in why I feel how I feel. Not because of them posting that and uh, making music like that. I'm all for everybody popping that shit and being great, black, beautiful, and rich. 
but I think that I need to make the separation of this is my life and this is their life and I'm not there yet and it's just simply not my time. It doesn't mean that I can't or won't have those things. It's just not my time yet. And um, that's okay. Um, Some of the things that I'm idolizing and, you know, chasing, I don't think I even really care about. I think it just looks cool. And I'm like, oh, I want to do that too. I just want to try it. But I think that when I finally do get there, it's going to be like I wasn't really missing out on shit. And that happened when I um, turned 18. I started experiencing a lot of things that I had wished that I could have experienced or had or done when I was younger. I was like, honestly, like, it's not that deep. Um, I follow a business like influencer, like a female uh, boss babe influencer in Houston. Her name is India. She posted about how she can regularly fly first class from now on. And, um, you know, she never understood what the hype was. Let me see if I can find it. Maybe she deleted it. I thought it was a dope-ass post, though. She posted the... Oh, no. She No, I think she deleted it. But um, she posted about how she can regularly fly in first class. Now, oh, no, she did. She did. She did. Per. So, she said, reality is you're not missing out on anything when you're getting yourself together. Stop comparing your chapter to others. It starts with your mindset, as Steve Harvey would say. Kia tapers the extra couple dollars for, for, I don't know if that means. But reality is not just a couple extra dollars. It's not a good idea for anyone who isn't there yet. Basically, like, a, a couple extra dollars is not just a couple extra dollars to somebody who needs it. You know what I'm saying? It's a couple extra dollars to somebody who's in the place to where they can afford to lose out on those couple dollars. And, um... That reminds me of how I'm always like, oh, I'll make it back, I'll make it back, I'll make it back whenever I spend money that I really shouldn't be spending. But, like, I need to start remembering that I'm not really in the position to be like, oh, well, you know, I'll get it back. Because I will get it back, but I think that, like, I need to sink deeper into my discipline. And people that are financially stable are there because of their discipline and hard work. And I, I need to work on my discipline first and come back down to earth and become a little more grounded so that I can get to the point to where like okay it's gonna come back it's just a couple extra dollars that's just how I took it though um she said I used to say we are all going the same place why spend so much money on first class I had no problem working past uh or walking past first class seats until I experienced them but it was my time the conversations are different, you're more comfortable, and of course the service is amazing. I say this to say I'm glad I never felt I was missing out on first class when I went into the negatives to keep up um, with other people on social media. Now that it's my time, I can afford to fly first class every flight and enjoy it. It wasn't my time then, but it is now. Growth is a beautiful is a beautiful thing. I used to think the goal was making money and just saving the most you can, working sun up to sundown to look booked and busy until the bank closed my account and canceled my Roth RA. I found out banks are not for us. You make no interest with your money in the bank as they use your money and give you no return. Now I'm living life to the fullest and investing my money where it's making money. 
traveling and enjoying the fruits of my labor while still having money set aside working smarter and not harder because you don't have to be a slave to what you do and struggle doesn't have to be a part of your success i hope this gives someone the reality check they need to wait till it's your time and they're not missing out on anything when you getting you together regardless of what you may see on social media hashtag take your fucking time and do what's best for you period i need to hear that um, and I actually found a couple similarities to what he said in that little black boy that be talking shit about poor people on TikTok. The, t- the black boy, he'd be like, oh, I don't fit in with other black people because um, I'm rich and they're poor. He makes solid points about financial stability and what it means to be um, somebody who's financially free. Like he said something about like, you know, poor people think that the game is all about saving money and saving money, saving money. But the true meaning of having money is like you should be spending your money having a good time with your money and financially financial freedom is being able to use your money to just like have a good time that's essentially what he was saying but he said it in a more assholeish way which is why his message will never be received by the masses because he came from a place of narcissism and from judgment and you know feeling better than somebody but if he came from a place of like truly trying to empathize and educate i think people would have got the message a lot better but you know, he's still being an asshole regardless, and his message won't be valid because of that, but um, India's post really touched me because I think that it just touches on the desperation that a lot of people have to attain a certain lifestyle or have certain things and do certain things because they feel like that's what they should be doing, and those are the societal pressures that are placed in us, but, you know, I think that we all need to take into account our timing and, you know, the fact that having the quote-unquote first class of everything isn't everything. We can find joy in the things that we have in the present moment. There's luxury in everything. Um, I know I've said this before. I live a very luxurious life. If you ask me, like, I have many options. I think privilege is options. And I have a lot of those. I have a lot of leeway and freeway to do a lot of the things that I want to do. Not everything that I want to do, but a lot of the things that I want to do. It makes me so sick that I can't do certain things because I just know I have a very expensive and lavish and luxurious taste in life. But I'm just not there yet. And that's okay. It makes me sick to think about sometimes. But whenever I go out of my way to try to chase that vision it leaves me dissatisfied because it's not authentic and it's not it's not natural like i'd be trying to force certain shit sometimes like for instance um like my birthday i want to go out of the country so bad but i don't have my passport that's first off don't have my passport was supposed to order my passport months ago probably like a year or two ago haven't done it yet so you can't go out of the country even if you wanted to well actually i could but it costs like three four hundred dollars extra i think i told you that last episode but i don't have that kind of money so i won't be going out of the country and it makes me sick because i see everybody going on these beautiful vacations to mykonos and turks and caicos and mexico and you know there's places that i want to go that i can't go because i have a passport and i'm not financially able to right now which makes me be like okay bitch like 
real though for and it was making me so sad last week so i was just like bro like what the fuck am i gonna do now and i was telling Vanessa, like i'm so sick to my stomach right now because i just feel like you cannot have a good time if you don't have the money like money can't buy happiness and she was like that mindset right there is what's gonna keep you from elevating because you're living in a limited you know mindset you think that you need money to have a good time and that's not true and you know i was just thinking back to when i was younger and like 50 dollars could buy me a great ass time um i need to figure out how i can go back to that right now so that i can i just need to be humbled right now not humbled i hate that i hate saying that but i need to be grounded again i feel like i've been so like caught up in the potential of what my life could be that I'm not living in the right now. And I'm going to miss out on a lot of shit if I don't stop doing that. Does that make sense? I hope I'm making sense. This is literally just what's all been floating around my head um, as of the last couple weeks. And I just know that this is going to resonate with somebody. So I just felt really called to talk about it. And I'm really glad that I am. Um... But I hope that anybody that is feeling the same way that I am realizes that there's so much beauty and luxury in just being you and living the life that you're living right now. You just have to kind of like tap in to yourself, tap into your values to figure out what can truly make you happy at the core of it. You know what I'm saying? Not just satisfied for the moment, but truly satisfied and nourished like makes your soul tingle like peppermint you know what i'm saying that's what we need to be trying to chase not this material shit that shit can go away in an instant i want to find eternal soul happiness like i just want to find peace that's what i want at the end of the day and i'm finding now that i won't find those things in the material things i'm chasing like those are the things that i want for sure yes but i won't be able to enjoy those things until i find this inner peace and that's where all of this insecurity talk comes from because i don't have inner peace right now i don't i don't and i won't happen until i'm comfortable with who i am and i'm trying to find out who i am right now so hopefully soon one day i'll be able to report back to you guys and tell you guys that i found it guys inner peace has been restored and i was just saying for all my sisters we'll get it together one day you all what am i doing what am i doing what am i doing this summer y'all i want to go to so many festivals i don't know if i said this before have i already said this i want to go to festivals i want to go to at least two i want to go to rolling loud new york and i want to float fest in july bitch Float Fest, first of all, that's a whole, like, luxury experience. It's, like, how much is it? It's, like, $600 for, like, all this shit that you get in there. And, like, so many perks. Like, private cabana, lounge areas, private bar. You get to meet the artist for $600. Girl, please. I'm in that bitch like grits. And you get a camping space. Yeah, I'm all up in the hell. Float Fest 2022. It's in July. Um... I need to get my tickets ASAP. They do have a payment plan if you can't afford the whole 600 at one time. Um, Rolling Loud. I don't know if I'll, I want to attend Rolling Loud New York. I want to go to Rolling Loud New York 
Um, but I'm not sure what ticket I'd be getting because after experience when I after experiencing what I experienced um at motherfucking Summer Walkers concert, I would love to have a seating area at every single concert. I didn't realize how important that was. But at the same time, I love the fueled connection of like a communal space to enjoy music. I love that. It's me and GA. However, I do love a good perk. I do love some good hospitality. So looking at these prices right now, like Rolling Loud New York has their layaway program where it's like $9.99 down for GA. GA Plus is $14.99. VIP is $19.99. And VIP Munchie is also $19.99. Um, but if you actually look at the total price for this ticket, I was about a thousand. Okay, I thought it was gonna be more. Okay, period. I saw like two, three thousand the other day for somebody else. Okay, that's doable. Yeah, I'm about to say, baby, I'm not doing all that because they there right now. Um, that's doable, actually. Hmm. Interesting. I think I'm still going to look into, like, what does GA Plus have? Because I want to go to New York anyway. I want to be in New York. I want to be living in New York by 2023. So this looks fun. Let me see. A three-day three day GA Plus ticket is $44.99 or $44. Bitch, $404. Please, God, free me. $449. You get access to the festival, um, expedited entry, access to the vendors, and all this shit, and restrooms. Bitch, what? Okay, what's the plus? You don't get access to the restrooms with a regular GA ticket or what? Bitch, what? You don't? Oh my god, that's ghetto as fuck. You don't get no access to the restaurant with a regular GA ticket. The GA ticket is the cheapest on there, and it's from two seventy nine. So a VIP is looking very doable, actually. I ain't gonna lie. Um, from seven ninety nine, the VIP experience at Rolling Loud includes access to the festival ground and exclusive VIP areas, air conditioned restrooms, expedited entry, private bar. Free makeup tub shops, uh, private food and beverage vendors, art installations, uh, a merch store, seating, and more, they claim. Festival tickets be expensive as fuck, but I think I'm going to be at Rolling Loud, New York. I want to be in New York so bad by the fall time. Like, I want to be a model. Y'all know this. So, like, I'm just praying to God that I just get scouted. I'm going to be knocking on those motherfucking agency doors. Come sign me. I need a job. Literally sign me. Book me. Send me on the runways. I will be at every fashion week. Tired as fuck. I don't care. As long as I get paid. I need to be in New York. So if I need to go go to Rolling Loud in order to do that, yeah, I'll be all up in there. And that is all that I have for you girls, gals, and gays today. I thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode of Blow Up, the biggest podcast for the girls 20-somethings. 
tune in to every new episode on Sundays. Follow us on Instagram. All of the account details are below. Um, do me a favor and leave the podcast a review. Type a little sum sum. Give me a five star rating. Let the girls know that we're doing good shit out here. Okay, we're doing nothing but keeping servants. Yes, Lord. Um, I love you guys so much. Shout out to the girls that listen every single week. Y'all are my bread and my butter. So I can't wait to see you guys this summer. I have some very special things planned or in the works. I know I say this every episode. So I'm excited and I really want things to work out. But uh, I hope you guys have a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful week. Beautiful things are coming to you as long as you have beautiful energy. Beautiful girls get beautiful things. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, y'all. To the loo.